What's Up Whittier? Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. A podcast to showcase Whittier's businesses, personalities, and hidden treasures. Welcome to What's Up Whittier, a homegrown podcast. This week's episode features our city's hidden gem. That's right, the Whittier Museum. I had the opportunity to speak with the museum's president, Sean Thompson, the museum admin, Nick Edemeyer, and a very special spooky guest, Ryan Banfield of The Haunted Rose, a Halloween passion project that we are going to learn more about. So in case you haven't noticed, it's obviously so Halloween time and we have a lot of Halloween events going on in the city of Whittier. Um, I think it's really great. A lot of people are excited to get out again. The CDC says we can trick-or-treat again. So that's super exciting. Um, I know that I'm excited for this season, so I'm sure you are as well. Let's get on to our community corkboard announcements. So every Friday from 8 a.m. to 1 p.m. is the Uptown Whittier Farmer's Market, located on the corner of Philadelphia and Bright Avenue. Get your veggies because I know that you're gonna be eating candy all week. So make sure that you get your fruits, vegetables, hummus, fish, bread at the farmer's market. So keeping up with the Halloween theme, on October 23rd, which is this Saturday, the Whittier Uptown Association presents the Uptown Holiday Capers. So it is a trick-or-treating event and a costume contest in Uptown. This is from 3 to 6 p.m. on the grassy lot, 6724 Greenleaf Avenue. The costume contest is from 4.30 to 6 p.m. And the following weekend, well, we have a few Whittier Museum events, and I'll talk about those a little bit later. But our following Halloween event is put on by the Whittier Community Foundation. That is the annual Whittier Spooktacular 5K. It's a fun, healthy way to kick off the Halloween spirit. So this is going to be next Saturday, October 30th. There is a kids 2K dash that starts at 7.30 and the actual 5K will start at 8 a.m. at the Whittier Community Center. And they're typically going to shut like in the past. What they've done is they've blocked off Mar Vista and parts of the surrounding areas. So I recommend, you know, you could probably park like, I don't know, City Hall and walk over or behind the Community Center and walk over. It'll be great. So make sure that you sign up online. We do have the link in our description. The pancake breakfast after the race is free for all runners. There are DJs along the course, um, computerized finished timeline results, which is nice. A group discount if you're in a team of 10 plus. And there are refreshments and goodie bags and a costume contest. So like I said, the Whittier Museum has tons of events going on and the address for the Whittier Museum is 6755 Newland Avenue, Whittier, California, 90602. It is right across the way, like right across Newland from Fiesta Hall and Caddy Corner, Kitty Corner, Caddy Corner to Bizarra Capital. And also, is it Kitty Corner or Caddy Corner? I don't know. Email us at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com to let me know. So this Saturday at 6 p.m., we are going to be having our annual members meeting and a premiere of the full edited Turnbull Canyon, A Road Unwound. We'll learn a little bit more about but like the meeting and um, the documentary in the interview. 
So this is again at 6 p.m. The movie will start around 6.30. But please show up like at 5.30, get some refreshments, um, network with other Whittier members, uh, Whittier Museum Historical Society members. You'd really be surprised on who actually shows up to these meetings and who's a member of the museum. And you can be too. Feel free to show up and sign up as well. So join the museum and honestly be part of history because if you join the board, you really have a great, because I'm on the board, right? And a lot of other people on the board and we we totally shout out some people, um, you know, there's like Jenny Ball, we have, you know, Mary Dutra, we have Judy Henderson, we also have Lisa Abadi, we have so many wonderful people on our board, Uh, Jess Montez, like honestly, David Williamson, like I'm just, anyway, um, A lot of the people on our board work really, really hard, and it's for the community. So please join the museum and be part of the board. I don't know. That's my... All right, I'm going to get off my soapbox now. Um, Next up, what we're going to talk about more in this episode is the Haunted Maze at the Whittier Museum. So this is a really cool collaboration between the Haunted Rose and the museum. This is going to be next weekend, starting Friday night. So the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st from 6 to 11 p.m. A $5 donation per person is recommended because they put a lot of hard work into this and, you know, people deserve to be paid and they need to pay their actors and, yeah, I mean, you're enjoying a Halloween activity. Plus, there's free parking at Disneyland and, like, Universal Studios Horror Nights. I don't know about at Knott's, but parking is, like, over $20. So, you know, for people, you can literally park in a free parking structure in Uptown, walk two blocks, and it's kind of spooky, right? Walking in Uptown at nighttime. You can walk two or three blocks and get to the museum. So, if you have children who may not be interested in the spooky museum, we have our trick or treat at the museum on Saturday from 1 to 5 p.m., and that's free and open to the community. And if you do want to show up to that, we also have a hearse car show. So we're going to talk a little bit more about the types of vehicles that we'll be expecting at that car show from 6 p.m. to 10 p.m. in the Whittier Museum parking lot. So this is a really cool event I found through the Chamber of Commerce. Shout out to the Chamber of Commerce. So the City of Whittier resident and chamber member shredding event put on by Republic Services, the City of Whittier, and the Chamber of Commerce. And that means that you get to shred two boxes of confidential information for free. And I think it's $5 for each additional box that you choose to shred. This will be at Parnell Park at 15390 Lambert Road. So there is a limited capacity. So like I said, you get two free boxes. Your ID will be checked for City of Whittier residency on your on your you know ID or address and the Whittier chamber members must RSVP online. So paper shredding guide, paper clips and plastic clips are okay. Plastic bags must be open. Best to bring paper in boxes. They are not doing binders, no cardboard, and no electronics or batteries for the shredder. So that looks like that's our last event. And again, that's going to be Saturday, November 6th, 8 a.m. to 11 a.m. Thank you guys so much for listening, downloading, pressing play to our show, and listening to some great people from our magical city. 
you are a newer listener or want to remember life before 2020, listen to over 100 of our past episodes whenever you are listening to the show. It's pretty cool because we get to hear a lot of like restaurants that we've seen grow and develop. We hear from businesses that are no longer around. Um, but obviously those entrepreneurs are still around and they have interesting histories and it's really like a snapshot at what was Whittier like in what was Uptown like in 2017, 2018, kind of 2019. It's uh, really interesting. I love this podcast. And if you love it, also, please follow our social media to check in and see what's happening with the What's Up Whittier crew. You can find What's Up Whittier on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can email us suggested guests, comments, questions, or anything really at whatsupwhittierpod at gmail.com. Again, thank you so much for listening, downloading, and following our social media. Follow the team. Jesse is at J2Architects on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find him online. Remo is at Remo the Realtor on all social medias. And you can follow me, producer Christine, at The Singing Moon and at Christine for Whittier on Instagram. So if you need an architect, realtor, or a Jane of all trades, I'm, I'm a commissioner, I'm an accountant, I do all the things, um, you know how to reach us. Oh, and I'm a notary until December 18th. So if you're listening to this and you need like loan documents notarized or you're moving and you just need a notary and you're a realtor or your loan person, it's like, oh, I have a person. Be like, oh, you know what? My friend Christine, producer Christine. Yeah, you can email me, christine.singerlina at gmail.com. Um, can help us with that. So thank you so much. And I'll get you, you know, I'll treat you. You'll, you're just, I appreciate everything. So thank you again for your support. We are so grateful that you're still here. You're listening. You have not fast forwarded to the interview just yet. And you're learning about our town with us. So thank you so much. It's our pleasure to share such wonderful businesses and people and nonprofits and just organizations within our community. Um, and I wanted to shout out a few like Whittier <clears throat> restaurants, Whittier eateries um, that are not necessarily in Uptown. They have Some of them have been on our podcast. Some of them haven't. But a lot of people talk about the Thai table recently. And gosh, Thai table deserves so much more credit. Like... Yeah, they're at the Whitwood. They are so freaking good. I, I love the food there. Um, also, in South Whittier, if you go to Ortega's Fish and Grill on Lambert, it's actually pretty amazing. They have great ceviche. I Honestly, 10 out of 10. And obviously, you got to give a shout out to CGK, to Crooked Gaff. Love their oysters. Love their sandwiches, their sides, and all that stuff. And Modern Shaman. And Imli. It's like, I eat all these places. Um... And yeah, and shout out to Sprouts and Trader Joe's in East Whittier because why not? All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoy this podcast episode. Um, take it away, Christine. I don't know. It's a solo episode. So exciting. Enjoy. Bye-bye. Hello, hello everybody. Producer Christine here. Um, I'm interviewing today. What? It's like a solo episode. Dun, da, da, da. But I want to go ahead and introduce our wonderful guests who I have a connection to. I see them. Um, I've been seeing them through the pandemic on Zoom for sure. 
Uh, we have Sean Thompson, Nick Edemeyer, and Ryan Manfield from the Haunted Museum, the Whittier Museum. But right now it's going to be a haunted museum, and we'll talk a little bit more about that. Hi, guys. How you doing? Hello. Hi. Great. Tell me, what have you guys been working on this past um, month, like month and a half? I think you guys have been working on this, right? Oh, a little longer months? than that, actually. Let's say almost three months, actually. Yeah, almost yeah. three months. But I mean, the the decision to actually make this happen this year probably happened just shortly before that. So it's, right. we're moving pretty fast, actually. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all right. <laughs> yeah, right. If you uh, want to share a little bit about yeah, yourself, your background, and all that. Yeah. So my name is Ryan Banfield. Um, I've been. I've been doing haunts and haunted houses since uh, I was in junior high. And um, I used to work professionally for Not Scary Farm for a few different seasons. And um, after about five or six seasons working through the years on and off for Not Scary Farm, I just decided I wanted to open my own brand of haunted attraction called the Haunted Rose. And that started out as a um, it started out as a, a haunted attraction that we were planning to bring to Uptown Whittier about seven years ago. And it was proposed to the city, but they didn't really have the resources to facilitate something of this kind of magnitude. And um, the plans were laid and there was a floor plan designed and we went through some meetings with the city. And when we found out that we couldn't really make it happen in Uptown, uh, I decided to modulate it and we brought it back to mine and my wife's house and we opened it up in 2016, October 2016, and it was just a raging success. People, um, a bunch of community members and um, people that are haunt fanatics came and visited it and then it was um, later that season it was awarded best home haunt of Southern California for that year. Um, and to give you an idea that that's an award, I guess, that people were um, up for that have been doing home haunts for over 25 years in the L.A. area. And uh, it was awarded by um, Creepy L.A. Uh, so it's a, it's a pretty prestigious award. And, and um, initially, we didn't know that we were actually up for the award. And we found out postseason that we won uh, for that year. Um, and uh, so, like I said, we've been around seven years. We've been operating in East Whittier at our home. Um, and each year the theme has changed a little bit. It's evolved a little bit. Um, the first year uh, was like a mortuary haunted house. And then um, in 2017, we came back with a show called The Maritime Horror, uh, which was uh, basically a seaport town that was uh, these cursed villagers uh, that were. Um, mining gold out of the ocean for this uh, Lovecraftian creature named Dagon. And uh, in exchange, they were given eternal life, but then also they were turned into these half fish, half humanoid creatures. And uh, as guests to the haunted house, you find out that you've been trapped by these creatures in the village and you have to find a way out of how to escape. Um, and then uh, we took a year off in 2018 because uh, um, we were expecting the birth of our second son, my, my, my younger son. And, um, and then we came back uh, strong in um, 2019 with a mini maze um, called uh, Carter's Crypt, uh, which we put on over in uh, La Habra. We were actually fortunate to find a host home uh, that allowed us to set up really late in the season that year and actually pull off a mini maze. And then in uh, 2020, for the pandemic, we came back to our house and we did the color out of space as a uh, uh, 
a pandemic, a socially distanced, safe, live theatrical show that ran in front of our house every five minutes uh, on Halloween, uh, Halloween uh, night. And um, that was a big, a big, huge success. And then uh, this year um, I was in preparations to open the Haunted Rose as a full walkthrough because I figured things were kind of simmering down with the pandemic and that we'd allow guests to actually come for the full walkthrough experience again. And um, lo and behold, I was on social media. My wife was actually on social media and saw an ad that Whittier Museum had put up that they were getting ready to do their um, annual Halloween community event. And I didn't really know what that meant. I just saw a post. I didn't know if they were doing trick or treating or if they did like their own form of haunted house here at the museum. So I reached out to them and introduced myself and uh, I'll let them tell the rest of the story from there. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. Yeah, yeah I mean, like how Ryan like met or something. us. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, but like how Ryan met us, like everybody else, see, he had no idea whether you had a museum, which is something we hear yeah. every day, isn't it? Sadly, yeah. Definitely heard that for sure. So we, we started. We started decorating and opening the, the museum up in 2017. Yeah, that's five years ago. Five years ago. Yeah. For trick-or-treating indoors as kind of a kid-safe, family-safe uh, uh, place to just get a ton of candy and, mm -hmm. and a, a good place to bring little kids right. in, instead of just walking the, the neighborhood. As, um, right, and, and of course, we're yeah, just yeah, rest yeah, yeah. Halloween because awesome. it, it'll just be fun. And we like decorating for Halloween. We so. do, yeah. So yeah, we we started with uh, <laughs> and it was just around 250 people, and then the next year it was a little over 500, and then the year after that it was wow. over a thousand. So it uh, it grew really quick, and uh, wow, unfortunately, great. yeah, the pandemic really put a put a damper on that. So uh, it's it's kind of nice to be decorated again and, and really ready to kick off the, the holiday again so yeah that's awesome that's um, oh, yeah. Yeah, i don't even remember what i did for halloween last year but it's okay nobody's gonna remember 2020 but 2021 you guys are coming back even yeah. better than ever because yeah. now uh, like you're collaborating I was saying, mm -hmm. yeah so this is a, an amazing collaboration between with ryan this year because I think like we've to told other people and Ryan that we've wanted to do a haunted house here for, I think just the, right away the year after our first trick or treat event. It's, and, and well, we just think we never thought we'd go to this amazing scale. As, so it's, so guests are really going to be amazed at what they see. It's be, it's really beyond what we expected to get. And, and thanks, Ryan, thanks again so much for all the hard work. It was fantastic. <laughs> of course, of course. Yeah. So what you're, yeah. what we're, what guests can expect is about 5,000 square feet of haunt. I mean, the entire first floor of the Whittier mm -hmm. Museum has been converted into a haunted house. Yeah. yeah. Well, also, the museum's creepy by itself when the lights are, are off, too. So that's, <laughs> yeah. so I that, mean, with that, that Richard Nixon thing there, it's very creepy. <laughs> Yeah. It, yeah, so, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you'll find them. Maybe guests will find them downstairs at some point during the haunts. Oh my gosh! No way! Imagine there's a zombie Richard Nixon. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. So we've been, we like we were saying, we've been installing this for about the last about three months now, which is it's super fast. I mean, when guests see the de the, the level of detail 
that's gone into the show this year. I, I, it's like Sean and Nick say, I don't, I don't think most guests that are going to come through this year are, are really going to be in the know of what to expect until they walk through the door. And mm-hmm. uh, it's definitely going to floor some people. I think are just going to be really wowed by it. Um, they, they uh, just to give an idea in the past, my, at our, our home in Whittier, when we were doing the home haunt um, on a week, just in a weekend, we'd get about um, uh, 1,300 guests coming out mm-hmm. to our home in Whittier to see the haunted wow. house. And it was full, fully freestanding, ran around the outside of the house. And when you walk through it, you wouldn't know you're touring someone's home. Like the, all the uh, environments and sets that you walk through, it's, it's co- totally immersive, just as you'll see when you walk through the Whittier museum it's been completely transformed into a, a whole new experience um for especially for guests that have been to the museum before um, they're gonna have a lot of fun picking out what <laughs> parts are part of the museum right. and what parts are, are new or right. added right so see um, right yeah. you, you, you had a lot of material to work with what we have already <laughs> yeah 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 so there, there's definitely it's definitely um showing off the great the great aspects of the museum as well as bringing in great parts of our our shows previously and bringing that all together into a nice a nice cohesive show mm-hmm. so yeah, from what cool. i recall from the presentation that you um gave to us the board um is that it's a doctor what's the doc um he's like based off of an old german Macabre. film dr caligari is that is that like your character's oh. name uh, it, it, it's not based off Dr. Caligari, though we do have a Caligari's uh, cabinet oddity shop as part of the sets for the for the haunt. Because um, you know we're all big film fans, yeah. horror film fans. And <laughs> there's a lot of Easter eggs yeah. throughout the haunted house that guests are going to pick up on mm-hmm. and see that are you know the casual viewer is going to really enjoy. But people that are super huge fans of Halloween and horror and classic horror are going to pick up on all these little Easter eggs that are sprinkled throughout. But um, the storyline for the haunted house this year is um, Dr. Macabro, who is a um, mad scientist who deals with necromancy and um, uh, dimensional and time travel. He opens portals to other dimensions to study uh, creatures and monsters from other dimensions uh, is lamenting the, the death of his uh, recently deceased wife, Lenore, who was a, a very famous violin player. And um, he's planning to do this experiment over Halloween weekend where he's going to use his equipment to open a portal to the spirit world to try to reach out and communicate with her because he, he feels that she's been trying to contact him and um, is inadvertently going to raise the spirits of uh, Whittier's past and let them wreak havoc on the city of Whittier. That's it. No, no better place than I'd love to see a museum then, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, do, are any of these people that are being resurrected, are there headstones at the museum? Because I'll, are you guys even using the headstones? Oh, yes. Yes, yes of course. <laughs> oh, fun fact. Share the story about the headstones. Like, why are there headstones at the museum? I don't even know if people know that. <laughs> so the Broadway Park... Uh, popularly known as Dead Man's Park. Mm. It was two cemeteries, uh, Broadway and, and Mount Olive. And uh, it fell into intense disrepair and it was completely overgrown and, and, and vandalized. Uh, vandalized. A lot of the headstones and, and monuments and whatnot had been knocked over and graffitied. And 
and uh, it was basically used as a as a party place. So the city decided to um, clean it up, and instead of um, instead Making of just cleaning it up and, and and keeping it a cemetery, they went and almost did the uh, poltergeist approach and tried to contact as many people as they could. And if, if, if the families uh, decided to have their, their family members uh, interred somewhere else, then they were moved. Um, in most cases, the headstones were removed, but the uh, human remains were not. Hmm. Um, so oh my all God, the headstones are there dead been... bodies at the park still. Oh yeah. oh yeah! Oh yes, there's a there's a couple of hundreds of them still buried Quite there. A few. The headstones ended up going into storage, and actually, a lot of people ended up purchasing them in the community to decorate their own their own homes for for Halloween and whatnot. We ended up with a whole ton of them here. Well, funny story about the headstone that's at the Whittier Museum. I traveled to um, Arizona, and when you when you're driving to Scottsdale or wherever Phoenix. You're going to pass the city quartzite, you know, and um, they're like camels, like camels. That's a thing. So I looked it up online. You know, I'm on this long road trip. I'm curious. I'm like, why are there camels in quartzite? Yeah. Like, what's the big deal? So <laughs> turns out that there's this guy, George, the camel guy. Yeah. Does that sound familiar? Um, he brought his camels to quartzite. Yes. And then, and yeah, and I yep. went on to read and I was like, why does that name sound so familiar? Oh my gosh. His headstone is at the museum, at the Whittier Museum. That's right. So I thought that was interesting. Greek George. Yep. Oh, okay. well, there's a lot of stories surrounding the, the park too. I mean, I guess, you know, if you go there on certain nights of the week, you'll see strange mist late in the night mm -hmm. and you'll hear uh, children giggling and playing mm -hmm. or crying because a lot of the children that were interned there were, uh, um, fatalities of the tubercula uh, tuberculosis that's outbreak. Yeah, see, uh, and diphtheria, and see, uh, just a low, very low mortality for kids back then, which is not uncommon. So I know that we're not just um, having a haunted museum, right? So we have some other activities going on. Um, would you guys share a little bit about that? Let's see. Yeah, see, well, well we're having trick-or-treat again. Let's see, so that's back. Let's see. And that's okay. Saturday, and see, and it right, takes trick-or-treating. Right. This year it's going to be on the 30th, not the 31st. A lot of parents, let's see, voted to have it on the Saturday, better than Sunday. It's the And it'll be in the same area as the, as the haunted house, but without the scare actors. Okay, so, so kids will wander through without having to run and drop their candy for and see it being scared. It's the, and, and we've been getting in, getting in our candy donations. Let's see. Yep. Tell them what time left. You saw that? Yeah, but see... Um, yeah. As of this recording, I think you're at 93 bags. Is that correct? 101. Oh, dang. Oh, my gosh. Yep. And then we're, that's amazing. Yep. Where is the museum located for those yep. that don't it, know? Let's see. Okay, we're, at, we're on the corner of Philadelphia and Newland. We're, see, we're, 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 we're literally just like a five minute walk from Whittier College, just down in Philadelphia. Let's nice. see. So our address is. So people six, are in uptown, six, seven, they can walk five, right over. Yeah, see, yeah, you can't miss it. It's a two-story pale building with a colorful mural on the front. Or just, or it's nighttime, just look for the red lights that are, that are now installed. Yeah, so, uh, I know, six, that makes seven, it so five, spooky. Five, New Avenue. Yeah. So along with the trick-or-treating uh, from one, 1 to 5 on Saturday, um, once 
once the sun goes down uh, and we kick all the kids out, we'll uh, we'll we'll turn on the the scare actors yeah. and the hearse show will, will be happening that say. evening as well. Yeah. So we're we're expecting up to twenty three confirmed hearses at, at this time. Uh, yeah, we're looking. We're, yeah, we're looking at twenty. I think mm-hmm. it's the neighborhood twenty three hearses yeah. on uh, October October thirtieth from six p.m. to eleven p.m. in the uh, museum parking lot. Right. We're featuring hearses as old as the nineteen twenties. We have a nineteen twenties Dodge hearse coming up from an Anaheim area. Oh, can't wait for that! Uh, so we have some nice nineteen uh, sixties hearses that are going to be here, uh-huh. and then um, we have a we have a special hearse that will be arriving that we're looking forward to that's, confirming soon. Yes. Okay. So we won't see. Tell people what that is yet. Just make sure. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. That's uh, it. So it's, it's coming out in a it's 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 a it's a hearse that's featured in a big movie that's coming out next month that. Uh, uh, you know, has a uh, has had proton packs in it. it was, uh-huh. so. Also partially filmed in this city. So yeah, right. yeah so, uh, so be sure to so everybody let's see just follow follow some social media so is that we can find out for sure. Hers? Fairly close. No, let's see. Now this 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 movie had a uh, had comedy of the spectral nature. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, uh, well, I don't know, but did you get it? Did you right? get it? Well, I guess That's if people really want to see one. these awesome hearses, they can check it out yep. at the Whittier Museum. Um, yes. And all of these yep. things are free, right? They're like free events for yep. the community. And I think there's a suggested donation, but it better yet, I recommend people become a member. I mean, obviously, <laughs> donate. Totally, like it's you guys have done such a great hard work. Um, but you can also become a member of the museum, right? Yeah, yes, yeah, so oh yes, yeah, so that's right. Become a member. Now we stay up to date with everything. It's a special invitation early advance. And there's more big events to come in the yeah, future that absolutely. everyone can partake in. Yeah, that's so. right. That's right. Because no, we we do we, we really want to keep this partnership up with Ryan to see because it's been amazing and he does great work. Let's see, let's see, it takes a lot of us doing it, for one thing. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> we, we, we might end up decorating just as, as big as we have for Christmas as well. So yeah. uh, when, when oh, wow. we'll be open for the, for the Christmas parade and right. everyone can come in after that. Possibly no, 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 we're we're having having no. Yeah. <laughs> we're to build in the museum right. around everything. <laughs> That's, that's it. I mean, we're, we're, we're excited to plan for next year, even for, for bigger for a bigger Halloween offense. Oh, you want to? Did you want to talk about the Turnbull event on Saturday? Uh, say, oh, yeah, that's right. So, yeah, so like I said, Christine, we do have a lot of events coming up, and actually, this Saturday is our annual membership meeting, but we're also screening a, a, a documentary about Turnbull Canyon. It's it's a Turnbull Canyon a, a road unwound. Yeah, see, so that's, that's another free event. It's screening this Saturday, let's see, the 23rd at the museum. It starts at 6.30. And it covered, it's covering both to see the see the, the basic history of Treble Canyon, but also like the lore and dark side of the history that's behind it that we're all fascinated with. Nice. And, then, and is this if, like if the premiere of the documentary? Or? They are, this, is actually, this is the premiere of the finished copy. Because it premiered two years ago at the Whittier Library, and it was the like the sample editing, it's an, and see, but it didn't have any of the dark lore of it. So now that's what's been added. 
So anybody who really likes, like, wants to know, like, the darker history of the canyon, the stories people tell about it, that's what this is going to include. Well, and then afterwards, you can go drive through Turnbull Canyon and see if you can that's find all these ghosts. Sure, sure. Sure, by all means, go right ahead. Be safe. Be I was safe. Also gonna add, um, there, there is another event that happens in Uptown. Um, people are starting to learn more and more about it. But there's a uh, the Whittier Whittier Ghost Tours that happen up in Uptown. Um, I feel yes. you can find out more about it on Instagram and Facebook. They have their own page. Um, I believe they still have some openings for some um, uh, Whittier Uptown ghost tours that uh, take place up around the Greenleaf area that'll be happening late at the end of this month. So I think there's some spots still available for that. People like taking a ghost. Yeah, I think that they're collaborating with Modern Shaman, um, which is really cool. cool. Exciting. Yeah, but also on that, I mean, mean, also... I see. Also, a lot of things are so close to us here at the museum, uh, here in Uptown. I mean, people can come here to the museum, enjoy the haunt. Afterwards, go up the street to a restaurant or to the movies. I mean, it just—it really would be a great way just to spend your, your Halloween weekend just anywhere here in Uptown. Because because not just the, the the museum, you can see have a good scare, then go out, have a good time. Yeah. Very cool. Also, to mention so, that there's I'm- a lot of. Uh, also to mention, there's a lot of good free parking up here now for to come right. out and enjoy the right. uh, entertainment in the area. They just built the uh, the new parking structure on Comstock Avenue, which has a ton of parking spaces, as and, well as the old Bright Avenue parking structure. Right, and both are just like three or four blocks away from the museum, so it's a short, easy walk. It's and free, so it's better than what you get going to a, a regular theme park. Sure. <laughs> Yeah, I know. It's like $25 to park at Disneyland right now. Like, what a crock. Yeah, right. But instead of joining Disneyland, why don't you just become a member of the museum? So what benefits do you get as a museum member? You can get uh, 5% off in the gift shop, which we're slowly adding more merchandise and, and apparel. You get a discount on site use rentals, which can, you know, pretty much uh, you book a site use here, you pretty much book the museum and our rates are extremely affordable and really uh, one of a kind kind of a a location if you're planning a party or uh, graduation. Do people like do weddings there or anything? We have had a couple weddings. I say, actually, no, actually, we oh, we, wow. we held our first wedding here uh, two years ago. Yeah. I say, and say that was a party. Yeah. As, yeah, and so. they're still married, so it must have been a good party. <laughs> let's, let's see. So far as I know, and of course, uh, free admission. It's free for everybody, but uh, members can get uh, nearly unlimited access to the archives as well. Mm-hmm. All right, and also, also awesome. you get our Gazette mailed to you every month by postal or emails with all the museum updates and stories, which are always good to read. And see, and special uh, invitation invites, too, to fundraisers or parties. As a board member, I've been able to see a lot of, like, the background of how the pandemic, how the museum has affected the pandemic, right? So we were looking at creative ways of maybe having an outdoor museum or um, opening up our doors for volunteers to come in and rework some of the different presentations um, that we have. But I want to—I want you guys to share a little bit about the Fred C. Nellens exhibit that we had just opened 
and then COVID happened. Um, but is it still open for viewing and kind of what does that look like? The Fred C. Nellis exhibit or the state school exhibit. Okay. Well, see, okay. See, okay. So, well, see, so we do have the exhibit open. It's actually the, the Weir state school exhibit. But it's actually the first part of three exhibits about Fritz and Els, the history of what would become that school. So, okay, so actually we had opened the exhibit just before the pandemic hit. So everything had just been finished and then everything goes into a shutdown. So that was an unfortunate term of events. Uh, but see, it is open and it will actually remain upstairs for an extended period of time because we are planning to build two more exhibits with it. So the, so the one we have right now is about how the school started. So the Whittier State School, it was a reform school that see that the that the people of Whittier wanted to have in in Whittier as part of a way to kind of increase the the notice of the city, and and so it was a reform school that opened up for both boys and girls, and see, and it was a, a, a trade school in which they would learn how to apply useful trade while there and education and just become see beneficial people of society afterwards, and see if they didn't, well then they get sent off to a real prison. And unfortunately, that's where they were held before the state schools in prisons at the time. So it's a really, it's a really hard history to look at. The Children beginning. were in prison. Yes, they see. Yeah, before state-funded oh schools or things like that, they were in real prisons. They see, there were they had kid, you had really young kids. Some kids and younger who were placed like San Quentin for prison and for minor crimes because they didn't know what to do with them. Oh my gosh! Yeah, Is so, the well, I know there are a lot of different artifacts from that you guys actually um, collected from the museum. I mean, the museum, you are the museum, that you collected from Fred Cinella's prior to the groves being built over it. Um, are any of those artifacts going to um, shared in this exhibit and stuff? Let's see. Those ones, not yet, because those are the later years. Those are like towards like after the, after the 1980s. You see, unfortunately, we don't have a don't really don't have really anything from the 1890s period of the early school. Because unfortunately, that part was torn down or collected by the state during that period. We have a couple artifacts on loan from uh, from up north at the, Preston. the the Preston, which is the sister school to the Whittier State School. Um, their castle still stands, um, thankfully. And is remarkably similar in design and build to what the Whittier State School looked like. Um, so the, the 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 current phase up there uh, is is about eighteen ninety to nineteen ten nineteen thirteen. Um, the second phase will have more on Fred C. Nellis the person uh, when he came to be the superintendent, all the good um, reforms that he brought into mm -hmm. the system and and how his how his process is kind of reverberated through uh, through penitentiaries and and reform schools across the country, and then uh, after that, from about the fifties on, will be more or less the prison era. Um, that's when a lot of the uh, two story original cottages were removed, and the brick more institutional uh, prison buildings were built. Um, when the maximum security section was was installed, and uh, we've we've collected a lot of personal stories from former wards um, that were on the property, and uh, a number of a number of uh, accounts from former employees as well. Right. And it, it was kind of remarkable knowing or uh, learning that uh, 
the school it's or the prison at the time um was more of a good thing than the community even realized um if if you were a ward or an inmate for more popular terminology um it, it there were so many different work programs and educational programs there was their own high school on the property um but unfortunately the greater Whittier community and surrounding areas just didn't realize that because it was so off limits for literally a century. Um, it just looked like the bad boy school. And I mean, it's not, was not, maybe so people would say who was, who was still tell, remember their parents sign up. If you don't behave, you're going to get sent to Fred C. Nellis. Yeah. That's, that's what it was. So that became, it became the major threat of the community. Right. That's good. That's funny. Um, Interesting. Very interesting. Okay, cool. Are there any other um, current exhibits that people are able to see, like when it's not as maybe November, like after people are able to see this, or any upcoming um, exhibits and events that we're hosting? I uh, say, so, well, actually, we're just about to finish our newest uh, exhibit. Let's see, which is actually something that relates to our to our famous Winter resident. It's okay. So we actually, so Whittier is known for being the hometown of of Richard Nixon. Let's see, and see, he went, he went to school oh, I here. You were say he was a lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see, and see, yeah. So Whittier is is a is a big Nixon history location, and so I, so we were contacted by a, a collector of Nixon memorabilia in Phil in in in, in Pennsylvania. He and he was being collecting Nixon memorabilia for. Well, over 30 years. And see, and he, he called us saying, Do you, uh, Can I donate my collection to you? Uh, I spent, and we said yes. And so we got this big collection of, of items sent to us, and we spent the last, last couple months out figuring out how we're going to display it. And so, right now, and so after this, so starting in the first week of November, we'll have this new exhibit open entitled Collect, Collecting Richard Nixon. And see, and I think people will be amazed just just how much this guy's collected in over thirty in over thirty years. Let's see. So we have campaign buttons. There's dishware. There's there's photographs. There's artwork. There's clothing. There's these odd things which you don't see would never think about as, as something collectible. It it's taking up space, and this isn't even all of it. it, it bigger than most people's living rooms. Yeah, I mean it's it's hundreds wow. of campaign buttons. And hundreds of little figurines, mm -hmm. and it's it's massive. And we're only we're only displaying part of it, but uh, it's really well done. It so, is, yeah. yes. A, yeah, so the work, work, so a lot of work is done by uh, Tracy Whitman, who is in, who is our one of our board members and yeah, big time volunteers. Yeah, she's such an MVP. Yeah, say yes, she is. We, we don't know what we do without her. Let's see, really but it's a, it really it looks amazing. It really looks amazing, especially how the campaign buttons are done. So I won't spoil how it is, but so first week of November, guests come on in, take a look at the exhibit. Let's see, and you're really going to take your time to really look at everything. Wow, that's really cool. Um, I'm glad to hear that it's up and running because that definitely was, I think that came in like in the earlier part of the pandemic, right? Um, I feel like we've been... And yeah, you guys right. have really been doing your due diligence and, and all of that. So thank you so much for providing. Um, I know a lot of people are like, whenever I mention the museum, people are always interested, right? 
um, like, oh, Whittier has a museum. What's this? What's that? But my question to all three of you guys, and Ryan, we learned a little bit about your background, but like, Sean, how did you become the president? Um, and Nick, how did you become involved with the museum? Like, whoever wants to go first, I'm really interested in learning, like, why I, you guys like the museum. A- I had a handlebar mustache, and that's what started it. (laughs) So in 2012, um, I think, yeah, I think it was 2012. I I had just a handlebar mustache, and someone was bugging me to enter the Founders Day mustache contest. So I showed up, and uh, I ended up getting runner-up to... uh, John Garside's dad and was crowned second place by Dorothea Boyd and, and Monty Wicker and came back the next year, took first place and uh, showed up the year after asking about it, the mustache contest, and they didn't have enough volunteers to put it on and whatnot. So it was kind of a little disappointing, but as the planning for the, for the next year's event went, um, I was approached and asked to MC the next year's event. So I brought back the mustache contest. And after that, I was tapped to be on the board and the, the Whittier Historical Society elected me to a board position in 2015. And I've been, here ever since it's uh, he's been one of our best presidents we don't want to let him go from the position despite how much he begs us to let him go yeah, no nobody else wants it so <laughs> i'm still here <laughs> i mean you just do such a great job no. we appreciate yeah, you i know that we all appreciate you you do a great job really great nick's been here longer than i have Let's see. That's right. I just that's how my anniversary is much, here. He's much more <laughs> academic than I am too. So, ah, well, happy anniversary. Oh, so, uh, <laughs> see. Oh, so I, I so I actually started here now almost uh, seven years and a month ago from Whittier College. I started out here as an intern for work study because I was also a history major, and so I needed some place to get see credits and time and for and see tuition and see. And I pretty much have never left ever since. That's it. And say no. And I, now I you're say, an official right? Yeah, say yeah. I went. Yeah, that's right. I went through all the transitions. I went from in, intern to volunteer to a brief time board member. See to just to, to something interim employee, then full time employee. Then see commuting employee, and now uh, now I live in Whittier as a resident and employee. I say I, I took I, I took the patient route. You want us to tell people tell how people. They, they can find the Whittier Museum info about the Whittier Museum and the Haunted House and all that stuff. Yeah, absolutely. Let us um, share with us how we can learn more information and find all that um, publicity information. On, on Facebook or Instagram, it's Whittier Historical Society um, and Museum mm-hmm. and uh, or the website <clears throat> uh, whittiermuseum.org um, you can just drive through Uptown and see the big, big building on the corner with the giant mural that nobody realizes is a museum, uh-huh. and stop in. Um, you can also find a, more info about the haunted house on Facebook, uh, the Haunted Rose. Right, is it right? Yeah, it's the, the Haunted Rose, and then Instagram, it's mm-hmm. Haunted Rose Haunted Attraction. Mm-hmm. 
as well as the Whittier Museum also has an Instagram at Whittier Museum. Right, let's see, Aaron's right. Or you just go to the Atari Museum website. We have all the links to every to all the websites, including the Haunted Rose, and all. Let's see on our on our events page. Yep. So clearly, you started here working like as a student here, Nick and Sean. You started as a volunteer, and Ryan, you are volunteering. You know your time here for this event. Um, and so, and, you know, maybe to get a few more board members, how do we can how do we get people to volunteer? How can people just reach out to you, or um, what like what types yeah, of things yeah, can people it, help yeah, with at the museum? Let's see. Yeah, see, so, I mean, volunteers volunteers are what the museum is based on and how it functions really. Let's see. So we're always having some volunteers, whether it's to help us with research or they want to help out with exhibits or or other building projects. There's always something someone else can, can offer to help to help us out with. There's even renovation yeah. projects that go on from time yes. to time. There's there's always something happening here, whether it's uh, renovation or fixing something or, or needing someone to lead a tour. Mm. Um, let's see, or if you guys want to help help us out with promotion, advertising, let's see, and see, helping us get the the word that the museum is here. Let's see, so come and visit us. Yeah, like take pictures and post them yeah. and uh, right. share right. and like learn why. What's the most interesting yeah. thing that you guys have learned from the museum? Hmm. We have a space monkey chair in the basement. <laughs> a what? I just exactly. that. Yeah. What's it, a space monkey chair? Yeah. From the space program? Like a monkey yeah. went to space in it? No, there's a chair made for a monkey. To go into space, a space monkey. Oh chair. my gosh! <laughs> yeah. How do you? How do we acquire we, that? Do you know? So, so the museum, the historical society, was started in 1971, and ever since then, anything and everything that anyone in the community has wanted to donate was accepted. Mm. And somewhere along the line, some Whittier resident somewhere was somehow involved with the space program and had a space monkey chair and they decided the Whittier Museum should have it. Hmm. And so it's been in the basement because <laughs> we don't know anything else about it. So. <laughs> that's, that's that's awesome. But that, that's, that's how everything in the building has come to be. Uh, whether it was built by a, uh, built by a, a Whittier resident was, um, it was donated by a Whittier resident. Um, the everything from the tractor to the buggy to um, everything yeah. is the Bessie. You know what? I wonder if she was purchased or not. So. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, 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 Bessie, uh, I, I think she came from one of the LA County fairs originally. Okay. Yeah. Is she see, made out um, of fiberglass or paper mache? What's she made out of? She's fiberglass. Yeah. She's durable. Yeah. See. Yeah. She's a sturdy nice. girl. Let's see if you want. She's one of our mascots. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Very photogenic. <laughs> exactly. Is she going to be so, in yeah, the yeah. Haunted Museum? Let's see. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yes. She's there. Should we put it? Do we have a mascot? Mm. Let's see. Let's see. Why do you want to cover up a pretty face like, like hers? 
Can we make a zombie cow? That's it. That's it. Ryan, how about I put like red stickers on her eyes? Well, we were actually talking about uh, wrapping it up in burlap and making it look like a a butcher's, you know, (laughs) side of meat. Oh, Oh, that's interesting. Oh, we'll we'll talk. Let's see. Hold up, thoughts. But you know, seriously, people, uh, you know, anyone that's listening out there that hasn't come to the Whittier Museum, you got to check this place out. You know, I when I was first looking at um, coming over here and doing the haunt and I was doing research on the museum, I started looking up pictures. You can just Google it. Google Whittier Museum. You're going to see pictures of the Queen Anne Cottage that's in the lobby area. There's a whole farm yard with a yep. barn mm-hmm. and a hotel and a, and a, a church chapel. And you're like... You'd look at the building. You go, "How did he fit all this stuff in there?" Yeah. But it's all here, and it's 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 just as cool. There's an airplane. An There's an airplane. Yes, yes. airplane. Yeah, that's right. A race car. There's a, 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 a red car. Trolley. A red trolley train. Yeah, that's it. A, a kid's a kid's play classroom. Yeah, there's a touch room that's a vintage, you know, turn of the century classroom where the kids can just play with whatever they want in there. Um, it's, it's, it's just as cool as going to like ghost town at, at Knott's Berry farm, because everything that you see in here is real and authentic. None of this stuff is artificial. It's all, it's all real historical mm-hmm. artifacts. Nothing is, nothing is a facsimile. Yeah. And so. that's right. That's it. Yeah. Christina, yeah I think you had asked uh, early, earlier. I think you asked earlier about, see if there was something meaningful we had about the museum. And I think, and just what Ryan had said that you know, every time I've had guests over, they've never heard the museum until they walked in. They've always meant, want, meant to come by. And whenever they leave, they let's see, I think about eight times out of 10, they always say, this is a better than I expected. I didn't think I was going to see all this. They, they don't expect like the size and just the amount of stuff we have here. Amazingly, because no, very few things are, are behind glasses displays. A lot of things are interactive. They're meant to have you meant to for you to be a part of it and just walk through and say, so, so I think that's what, what are some of the, about, uh, our museum. Yeah, definitely. What are some of the unique interactive aspects of the museum that people can look forward to? It's, it's a, well, if one day they can go inside our Queen Anne style, a cottage, which is, which is a rebuilt style house from the 1890s, which is a typical house from Whittier. They, we have a, re, a re, rebuilt barn from, from the year 1900, as they, along with real tools on display. We have you no, know, we have the a rebuilt facade of the first church that was built in Whittier and the first hotel. Yeah, these are full. And that can all be found like on the main street. So that's super cool. Right. Yeah. 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 I mean, you feel like you're just walking down the old, old town Whittier, right. you know, in the uptown area, you know, at the turn of the century and, and all these artifacts you can just walk up to and touch and it's all there live in front of you. Right. That's so cool. So you're literally like a time machine when you just walk right in, you're walking onto main street of that time. So that's really cool. That's, and, and again, like, that's, that's right. why I love the museum. Like if I'm, I, you you know, I fall in love every time I go there. I always find something new. Um, I'm always surprised when there are cans, like you have, like actual in the Queen Anne Cottage. There are some really, really, really old household items. Um, and then I think in the main room, there's like the barber's area, and there's like an old phone booth in there, and um, like old menus from like old forgotten restaurants. It's yeah. yeah, it's pretty incredible. Like the collection that's there. Mm-hmm. That's it. Yeah. See. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, we also have our interactive barber station, 
which is like a full little cutout see stage see almost like a little stage show with a real barber chair. That's it. And I right. tell you, next year we got to do a real Sweeney Todd act in that with that one. Yeah. So the so the story behind the barber chair is that that's actually where uh, it's the actual chair from the barber shop where Richard Nixon used to get his haircut, and he actually got cut in that chair. That's <laughs> that's his haircutting chair. <laughs> so yeah, I mean it, it. It you know I've been to a lot of city museums and you're not going to experience a city museum like the Whittier museum at other cities museums because like I said, every, all the artifacts here are authentic and I have not seen a museum even, a, you know, of like, you know, four times the size be as detailed and, uh, you know, authenticated with the, uh, the deep amount of research that the staff has done on the historical items that are on display down to the displays that have been built and erected inside the museum. I, I I think there's a lot of museums out there that pale in comparison on a city level. One thing, one thing I mentioned earlier, you know, that the, the museum and its collection was built by the community for mm-hmm. the community. Mm-hmm. It's not static. Um, we do rotate stuff in, in and out of cases and, and whatnot, because we still have stuff in storage, but we don't stop. We didn't stop collecting things um, because the community kept going on too. So even recent events um, uh, like the BLM protests in Uptown last year, um, uh, more recent stuff within the last decade, um, it's all being documented in how Whittier either was affected by this, by that, um, how we might have played a role in something or a current event. Um, And even if, you know, say there's some someone that passes in a family and, and, and they're going through their grandparents things or their parents things. And they find things that they are not able to keep, but would be good to present to different or ongoing generations. We still accept things. Um, And especially from different aspects of the community that, that weren't able to donate in the past. Um, So if, 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 if you or your family members want to document uh, a personal history, we can record that and and put that in the archives, and it just joins the collection of the rest of the community um, for generations later. So, yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, like I remember in the third grade having to learn about the history of Whittier and I remember going on a tour of the Bailey house, which is also a part of the historical society. And um, all that stuff is really important. I think, especially learning about how cities grow, um, you know, how cities, their mm-hmm. first level of in like in, in economics is like as an agricultural community and then kind of how it grows through there, like through technology and um, you know, those types of, aspects and i think we're really seeing a great culmination of what whittier has become and what it's going to be right based on past leadership new leadership that we have um so thank you to shout out to not just you two and ryan but to everybody involved with the museum thank you for being a member thank you everybody who's listening right now that so wants to be a member like call nick and nick will sign you up to be a member um yeah check it out come inside um 
So before we wrap this up, do you guys have any last words before, like regarding the museum and stuff before I leap into our what's up with your questions? Well, I think I think they would. Everyone's in greens and unison about we we greet the community with open arms. We want right, to yes. see it here. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. No. We, we want you all to come here and see. Come come all three nights if you want to. Yeah. <laughs> and your donations are a tax write off. So there you go. That's right. <laughs> So here are my Whittier or what's up Whittier's Whittier questions for you. Um, when you are not at the museum and you're feeling a little peckish or a little thirsty, um, where do you go? Like what's your favorite local eatery drinking hole in Whittier? Let's see. Um, a little hard for me because I'm actually see as, as dry as early Quakers. Let's see who settled here. <laughs> I, I prefer Bizarre Capital. Oh, very nice. I, uh, and Bizarre, I, again, is kitty I, corner, been, catty corner to the museum. Yeah. yeah. I, I've, I've been uh, enjoying my arts and culture and getting out here pretty late at night after I've been working on the haunt <laughs> throughout the evening. I've been hitting up 1640. Uh, 1640. 67, 67, or 6740. 40. I'm sorry, 6740 over on Greenleaf. Shout uh, out to Mike. It's really neat because they do... They do put a lot of uh, local artists' uh, artwork on display that you can actually see up in the bar while you're having a bite to eat, which I think is really cool. It's, it's, yeah, so I'm, I'm not much of a guy to find, find a drink or anything to relax with, uh, but uh, what where I really like to do go to is actually a Mamos Cafe on, on Greenleaf. You'll, you'll actually find me there quite often. I just, it's a great, great place. Love the staff. Let's see. Good, see. Good burger. And Mimos is great. If you sign up for their rewards program, sometimes you get like a buy one oh. entree and you get another oh, entree for free. It's like, what? How are you oh, doing good. this? But oh, they're they're really cool. Shout out to Ramon over there. Um, all right. So the next question is, um, like, what do you think is missing from Whittier? Like, is there is there anything missing? I don't know. We have a great museum. Seems like we got it all. Hmm. Uh... What's missing? Maybe a drive-in movie theater so we can have our fundraisers again. It's, it's, yeah. It's, 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 hey, that was our thing. And we're finally getting an In-N-Out right down the street. That's so. it. Well, so, no, that, solves our, uh, that solves our problem. Uh, did, I, did I hear drive-in movie theater? I I, uh, I heard that. I think that would be amazing in this town. Yeah. Um, well, you know, I see the old uh, vintage pictures of the, the big theater that used to be in Uptown that got tore down in the earthquake, right? Yeah. yeah. Be, that was such a awesomely beautiful building i'm sure the theater was incredible inside i'd love yeah. to see something like that come back mm -hmm. on a you know on well, a even the whittier village cinema that that was chopped up from one screen into eight yeah right eight right. screens that's so right eight screens took up the space that one mm -hmm. had so even just wow, really? I, don't, I don't think a, a one screen could make it economically anymore but yeah. um well, then a, a, a performing arts center yeah. kind of thing would be really nice. I, yeah. I was under. I also found from my wife, who's a Whittier, been a Whittier resident her whole life, that 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 um, that that downtown LA um, uh, cafeteria style restaurant. You know, the one on Clifton's. About, Clifton's. We Clifton's? used to have a Clifton. Yeah. We, we said at the <laughs> same time, the delay. You can't tell them. Yeah, we totally need a Clifton's back in town. That would be yeah, so cool. <laughs> That would be amazing. You know what? A, a rooftop dining or event space would be absolutely wonderful here. And it's, um, it's, As, it's, you know, Angel Festers would be amazing. 
well. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, I know a perfect uh, seven thousand square foot uh, rooftop that would be excellent for that. Oh, fun. oh funny! So, so do I. Happy to dedicate uh, it in anyone's honor. And, you know, I'll name it after anybody that wants to donate the first $200,000. <laughs> that's it. That's it. That's it. Not, oh, that's easy. Write grants or something. Yeah. That's yeah, great. if you're a grant writer, we need you. So. Yes, that's what we need, grant writers especially. <laughs> yeah, the, the, the top of the museum grants beautiful views of the Whittier Mountains and the uh, down to down to you, you know. could see you could see downtown LA yeah. and on a clear day you I mean, can see the Santa Monica Mountains. You can. So wow. it's, uh, I'm sure it's you can see, see Catalina. Yeah. Sure. It's it's on a very on a very clear day. <laughs> it's gotta be very clear. Yeah. <laughs> but it's got it's got a nice view up there. So yeah. All right, that's nice. And then our last Whittier question is what's your favorite Whittier memory? Like whenever you think of Whittier, what do you? What's like your? What do you think of? I I remember going to Hinshaw's and the Quad when it was an outdoor mall, um, and I just think of that time fondly. Even the Whitwood Mall it, when it was enclosed, but you know the the brick flooring and the the tile on the the walls and those weird wooden carpeted animal pit things they had i don't know some of your yeah, listeners are probably totally yeah. nodding their head but they had these these weird giant wooden animal pits it was it was creepy um it was like but i look at that time fondly. Yeah. it was it was fond memories of night of the 80s so <laughs> some sparrow pizza uh, because I've only I've only been a legitimate Whittier resident for about seven years since I married my wife. Um, my memories, or what's interesting to me, I wouldn't say so much memories, but this could be a shared memory between people that are either um, visitors to Whittier or the local residents. Is a lot of people don't realize there's been a lot of movies like uh, Sean was mentioning have been filmed yeah. up in this area. Uh, Masters of the Universe was filmed up here. Uh, in the, uh, I think it was filmed around the mall and then that used to be here. And then, um, back to the future was filmed at Whittier high school. Father of the bride, uh, blow, uh, hocus pocus. Yeah. Serbia. Staying on the subject of, uh, staying on the subject of October, the hocus pocus house is just, just up in a couple blocks away. Uptown. You can go visit it. Oh yeah. And and that's the scene where Gary Marshall's in, right? Um, Penny and Gary Marshall. The uh, the uh, neighbors there actually decorate it for Halloween, so that's pretty pretty neat thing to see is the Hocus Pocus house right. at October time. That's okay. So yeah, so I do have a favorite memory here as the and ironically, it's not uh, graduating from Whittier College. Let's see. So I think I think it should have been. <laughs> let's see, but really, let's see. My favorite memory will always be let's see. Okay, sorry if it sounds sappy. It's uh, actually me- meeting my girlfriend. Let's see. And I actually met her That's here nice. at the museum. Let's see. Yes, Aww. I met my girlfriend here at the museum. Let's see. And that's still Your my all-time favorite best memory. Let's see. What, do, I, do I get a discount on the roof? Hey, you <laughs> remember. Let's see. That's, <laughs> let's see. Hey, no, I'm staff. That's, that's, that's better. Yeah. <laughs> you see. Yeah, yeah. Nick's like, I'll get married when the rooftop is done. 
rooftop wedding event <laughs> space. You'll be you'll be the first. Yeah, I'll wedding get married event. when the rooftop is done. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> we can add two so, more floors of the yeah. we, we could we could just we could talk about the building in another uh yeah podcast but it's got yeah its own interesting its own. history so yeah there's even a basement we haven't even we even we just barely talked about the monkey chair so much um well thank you guys so much for being on the podcast um i appreciate all that you do for the museum um and yeah Please, we welcome more and more members. Again, just share one more time, if you don't mind, like all your social media and stuff. It, because, you know, I know that there's like one or two people that are listening that forgot to go on their phone to follow you guys. So one more time for the listeners. Well, for the, the Haunted House on Facebook for the Haunted House, uh, it's The Haunted Rose is our page. And then on Instagram, you can follow The Haunted Rose updates at Haunted Rose Haunted Attraction. That's the uh, and you and you can find the Witter Museum and see just on Instagram and F- Facebook. Just search for Witter Museum, or you can go to our website at wittermuseum.org, and which you can find the links also to the Haunted Rose to our Facebook page to Instagram. Let's see, so you can find everything all laid out there, and you can shop in the gift shop on the website and even buy a membership. There you go. And oh, there the, we go. All, all the info. That's right. And all the dates of the events are there. So um, this episode, we're recording this on Wednesday. This episode is out on Thursday, the 21st. Shout out to my little sister, Megan. It's her birthday today. But everybody can join us um, at the museum, at the membership meeting on Saturday. And I believe that starts at 6 o'clock. Um, and then the membership meeting part starts at 6.30. And, right? Or does the movie start at 6.30? I say the movie starts at 6.30. The meeting at 6. Got it. So show up at 5.45 to sign up for your membership and then enjoy some refreshments before we get started. And then you'll have an opportunity to meet um, everybody there and discuss a little bit more um, about the museum, get a preview of our wonderful haunted museum. And you guys, that haunted museum is going to be open the next weekend on Friday, right? That's, that's a, yep, on, yep, on the 29th to the 31st. 6 to 11 and they, it's 6 p.m. Perfect. 6 to 11. Spooky. Spooky evenings at the museum. Okay. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Thank you so much. We will, um, I'll, for sure, I'll see you guys on Saturday. So thank you, guys. See you later. Okay. Okay, great. We'll All see right. you there. Okay, Christine. We'll see you then. See ya. Bye.